We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Also, God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily, we forgot to grow up. Hey, everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, it's Andrew. Welcome to episode number 44 of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast, the podcast where we talk about stuff, you guys listen, love it, and then we move on with our weeks and stuff. I don't know. We're going to come up with a better tagline than that, because that was awful. Remind me not to go into marketing ever. Hey, listen to us. Thank you. <laughs> That's two. On this week's episode of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast, we're not going to talk Family Guy, although we may just in. We're going to talk about Batman. I know you guys have been waiting for this oddly specific episode. It's bound to happen. Here it is. Surprisingly, it took us this long. It, 44, it 44 episodes to run out of ideas, guys. Go us. <laughs> go us. Then we're going to talk about what we watched this week, and then we're all going to go to bed because we are just coming off of a long weekend here in Canada, and damn. Apparently none of us slept. <laughs> nope, nope, not even much drinking, just no sleeping. And it was hot, and it's still hot. So hot. And some and of us don't have air always conditioning. always hot. Some of us are recording from our air-conditioned basements because we live the... <coughs> Andrew. <laughs> hey, why you, why you gotta call me out on that, okay? Because you're the only one. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But before we launch this Batman discussion, I just gotta just gotta talk about our our lovely forgot to grow up T-shirts because I wore mine on Monday, out and about in the okay. uh, in the lovely world, and I got okay. so many compliments on that thing. You know how many people have come up to me and been like, "Ooh, what's that?" And they ask me about it, and then I have to explain to them like what it is, and then they get excited about it. Yeah, it's crazy. I had so many people be like, "Yeah, I like your shirt." I like your shirt too, Tim Hortons lady. I like your shirt. Yes, I like your shirt too, Navy officer. Like it was a weird. Weekend. A Navy officer. Yeah, I toured an old, uh, an old Canadian Navy uh, okay. boat, and and as we were getting off, the guy's like, "Yeah, I like your shirt." I was like, "Thanks, man." He's like, "Yeah, I forgot to grow up too." Describes me to a T. I was like, "It's a podcast. You should listen to it." And that's about as far as that conversation. <laughs> and then he never downloaded it. That's fine. As long as we're getting the word out. How many people, people do you, like, I, I would like to just sit down with these people who just, who f- think they know what it is, and just to find out what they're, like, what they actually think it is. Well, he didn't even know line. it was, like, he, he didn't even, nobody has clued in that it's me and, and you guys on the shirt. Like, granted, I was wearing sunglasses, so I'll give them a slight pass. <laughs> Because yeah. it doesn't exactly look like me. Especially I feel like not if Scott ever wore it out in public, and it would be a dead friggin' ringer. So dead on for me, yeah. Exactly. Like it's bang on. Exactly. Um, yeah, so they don't necessarily get that, but he like he didn't even realize it was a custom shirt. I was like, yep, it's my shirt. There's only so <laughs> many of them. There's only 22 in existence, people. You could have one if you wanted to spend money on it. But we well, if he forgot to grow up, yet. he doesn't have money to buy it. That's fair. He does work for the Canadian government, though. That's true. So, you know. But you know who does have money to buy stuff? 
some of our listeners? Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that too. Gonna go with I was going to go load into <laughs> something else, but that works too. <laughs> sure. That, that can be our segue. There we go. I was going to talk about this awesome poster I saw today, but whatever. Okay. Well, well I want to know later. about this awesome poster now. Now okay. we're curious about the poster. I now saw I want to know. Batman on it. I saw a post on a post on Reddit of um, someone with their who, who puts googly eyes on their posters, okay. and so they put googly eyes on the Batman Forever poster, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm that going to great. I'm going to find that uh, that post while we do this podcast, and we may or may not. Put it up on our Twitter feed. Look Sounds at that. good. Fe- or, or maybe Instagram. Who knows? Feeding the, uh, feeding the good old social media machine. I'm intrigued now because I saw one the other day on Instagram, and it's not Batman related. It's Venom related, and it's Venom where they gave him eyes inside of the white. <laughs> yeah, I saw that and it's one too. So creepy with his yeah, tongue. I was like, yeah, yeah I saw that, that one too. Super creepy. That one was terrifying. Like, Venom was creepy enough as it is. I didn't need to see him with bright blue, beautiful eyeballs. <laughs> like mine. Okay, okay. Don't be full of yourself, okay? First, you shit on my basement with the air conditioning, and now you're saying you're beautiful, okay? Have you thought get that over I'm, yourself. Maybe I'm just a little bit jealous and insecure, Andrew? Just, just get over yourself, okay? Things are getting real at the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. Let's talk Batman, which is totally real. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Real as it gets. Gotham City's a real place. We all live there. Obviously. Gotham City's in here. In our hearts. (laughs) Should I just take it away with uh, some of the questions I have written down Batman related, guys? Absolutely. Hit me with them. I think the first one's pretty obvious, but who's our favorite movie Batman? We've had quite a few. Well, not quite a few. We've had at least, what, four? Do I have to pick one? Well, I just want to talk about it in general. Who's the Can best? Can I have different reasons for Of course. You know, I'm ones? very nuanced with that. Never pick one thing when I say best anything. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I hate to say it, and I've said it before, Christian Bale is not my favorite. It, every, yep. it, it's everyone else's favorite. It's not mine. Um, I'd have to agree with that. The only I, thing I'd give uh, Christian Bale is... His look, he looks a little like when he's. Bruce I say he's Wayne, a good. Br- he's a good he's Bruce fine. Wayne. Yeah, he's a pretty good Bruce Wayne. I mean, I'd like his Not style best, to be a little like. But he's good. If I had to pick one, I'd, I'd have to say Ben Affleck, just because yeah. he, he fits the mold for me, mm-hmm. and he looks so goddamn good dressed up as Bruce Wayne. But then yeah. once he's in the bat suit, I'm like, oh yes. Yeah, he's just badass, and he kicks and ass. Yes. Yeah, no. And I had Dre Diddle face all over that. But I, I even like the like the George Clooney one. Like I liked his version. Like the George Clooney one was one of my favorite ones too, especially when I was growing up. Because like, it's just, I think that's the beauty of like the, the Tim Tim Burton Batman movies. Oh yeah. Like he's like I don't understand how he got cast as the director for these movies. It seems like such a terrible decision in retrospect. However, looking at it now, it it kind of gives you like. You get to see Gotham City, and I almost feel like each like each different Bruce Wayne character is a different movie altogether. Like no, it's I like it's that. like a multiverse. Definitely, you know, like I think I've always kind of thought of it that way myself too. Since they've like we grew up with them changing the actor, you know. Yeah, James Bond style. 
Exactly, right? So that's kind of the way I saw it too growing up. And that's kind of, I like them all for different kind of reasons, right? Like I like George Clooney Batman because I like him as Bruce Wayne. I feel like he just has that perfect amount of just like kind of rich guy charm to him. It's just like, yeah. it's that, well, it's it's that like it's this is Danny Ocean. Exactly. It's it's, it fits so perfectly. And maybe it's just because that was one of the first ones I grew up with. And I love that one especially because it's Robin, so and Arnold and Arnold making the best ice and snow puns ever. And Uma Thurman, one of yeah, the first punches. I was that she's it. And, um, even got um, oh, who's the doctor dude at the beginning? He's that's the guy who played oh, Lionel yeah, Luther. Yeah, Lionel Luther. Yes, what it was, yeah, yeah. Which isn't a big connection, but it's a connection for me. Yeah, I love yep. Smallville. Like it's, I don't know. Like I've. I just like to look at them as they're all different versions. Like, like that version, George Clooney's Batman is super snarky. Like, he's yeah. very sarcastic, but he's also, like, intense. And you get the Val Kilmer one, who's just kind of very subdued, and he's like, I just do stuff. I'm the intelligent, like, super brilliant yeah, he's the Batman. Brilliant. And then Michael Keaton's like, I'm the dark, sadistic, like, I just get shit done. Yeah, I yeah. get shit done, Batman. Yeah, no, exactly. I think they all have their different elements of what makes each of them uniquely great. I agree. So yeah, no, I think we can't really land anywhere. Where do you f- land on this, Craig? Who's your favorite Batman? Lego Batman. Okay. Nice. Will Arnett. He said live favorite. action, though. He did say live action Why before, but, I'll, but I'll allow it. Will Arnett is my favorite Batman, then. I'll allow it for this one, yeah. <laughs> no, I would, if I had to pick a live action Batman, I'd have to pick the only one I can remember. I guess it's who that might be. I'm guessing that's Christian Bale. <laughs> it's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> did you ever see those ones, then? I, I never, never remember. never really got around to it, no. Yeah. Never got around to it. They've been it's up for like the 10 funny years. Thing. I feel like Craig out of the three of us would like those ones the most. I don't Probably. know why. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Because they're, they're, I don't want to say they're more believable, but they're more believable, right? They're grounded. Like, they're yeah. a little bit more like, like oh, that, this that was their thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was, and that was the thing that kind of turned me off of it. Like, that's why I like comics. It's just, they're so bullshit. They're so over the top exactly. and unbelievable. No, I'm like, on your side with that. Because it's like, it, they're a little too, like, they were too grounded. I was like, no, I like Batman because his villain is a fucking clown who fell in acid. Like, come on, he makes... Where was my freaking Joker Venom in Dark Knight? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, come on. Come on. No. I just want Joker Venom. Or a freaking flower that shoots acid. Yeah. Did you have a shoe with that? <laughs> I can't remember now. No, I no, he didn't. Dark Knight again. No, he didn't. He okay. didn't. But, uh... I'll accept Will Arnett. I will accept Will Arnett because Lego Batman is amazing. Yeah, Lego Batman's great. I love I've loved him in all his appearances, even outside of just the Bat- the Lego Batman movie, because he was great in the Lego movie too. And uh, which one else? He's come. He's supposed to be in the upcoming Lego movie too as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little fun cameos. I like his like comic relief to it, and that they don't take that Batman this seriously. Like they let that one, they let Lego yeah. Batman joke about the fact Whoa. that Batman can be a little ridiculous. Well, I like that it's like it's super dark and brooding and intense, yep. but like the jokes are just so well placed. Like yeah. they're funny, but like he says it with like that dead serious face. I mean, the Lego, yeah. Yeah, the the, the drawing is dead serious. I, I imagine Will Arnett's like biting his finger, trying not to laugh the whole goddamn time. Probably. You complete me. Ah! <laughs> that is one of the funniest parts of that movie. So good. So yeah, the whole movie that. is just phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, I feel like we talked about that. So my next one was, who's our favorite Batman 
villain in the movies and then in the comics. Just throw it up either way. And I'll even let you like maybe pick out of some animated, but we don't want to go too far into the animated because you know I'll keep a little bit more for the general audiences, not the hardcore Batman fans. Okay. Well, I'll start with my favorite animated villain, and it's not just it's not just one villain. It's the whole the light from the okay. Young Justice series. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like all of them, especially in the second season where you yeah. get to see a lot more of like the Batman aspect involved in it. Like you get to see more sure. Justice League team ups than you do in the first season. Yeah. It was the first season, like you got to see the odd one here and there. Yeah, a couple, but not that much. And like you know the odd, a little bit. But by the second season, you get to see them all like come together and mm-hmm. and like oh, you get to see one. the Justice League with you, you know, with the the young Justice team. And Batman was always kind of like that main focal point all throughout. Yeah, no, no, he's kind of connected. What kind of connects them to like the young justice? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's no, like that makes sense. I like that. I didn't even think of it. I'll think of that, but yeah, that's a good one. Like if it and if it wasn't just animated, I'm gonna move over to live action. <sighs> this one's tough. Like there's been a lot of good and there's been a lot of bad. Yeah, well, see, my next one is which one's the worst movie villain? <laughs> oh man, the best. See, I think the problem is we haven't seen a just Batman movie in a while. It's like, true. It's very true. It's been like even the heart, even like actually. Tommy Lee Jones, Harvey Two Face was a lot more Joker like. Yeah. To me, anyways. No, no, than, I agree with that. Then, like the Dark Knight Joker. Yeah. And he's not even the Joker. He's just Harvey Two Face. But I did like the Two Face in um, in the Dark Knight. I liked him. The Aaron, would, you know, the Aaron, one, the Aaron yeah. Eckhart. Uh, he was a really good. Harvey. Um, yeah, no, I felt he did a really good job, even though he was like more grounded. But that character's always kind of been slightly grounded. Not want to say very grounded, but he's you know it's always a little bit more law based. So that's kind of a little. Well, I've, I've liked it because it's you know it's he really plays up that like half of him is still good, half of him isn't. Yeah. Like some shit happens, that's why he's gone to the dark side. But like, yeah, yeah. he's also like with the. Uh, no, I understand that he's not. He's not just straight yeah, anarchy. Yeah, Tommy. Like, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones just was just crazy. He didn't yeah. really, he didn't yeah. really have that split. He was just more, just he was Joker crazy. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, mine was uh, for the animated. I really like the Talon in the Court of Cow. Uh, Ooh, uh, Court yeah, of Owls. Court of Owls. Yeah, Court of Owls. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah no, I, I really like them. I discovered they're very recent addition to the Batman thing too, which I didn't know because they've been around pretty much half our lives yeah. which you know is most of my Batman knowledge would be from that like second yeah. so it's it's really interesting that they fit so well in and I like the fact yeah. that they were able to like make this organization which could have been part of this comics all along it's just their secret organization so you never saw them till now until this it. like particular kinda, time yeah they're secretly pulling the strings of Gotham exactly so I really like that connection I can't what what's the animated movie they were in recently I just oh, Batman versus Robin. Is that the one that they're introduced? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Talon tries to get uh, Damien to join him. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that's I really like that introduction of him in that movie because I just I'd never really seen Talon before too. I kind of heard of the Court of Owls, but that movie's what my main introduction was to it. So I really like them because they're just so cool and unique, and I think it'd be really cool if they did bring that to live action eventually, if possible. That'd be pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, because it'd be a little bit more detective-y too for Batman, because he has to like try and actually solve a mystery, you know what I mean, as opposed to just 
find the bad guy. It's a little more cool. Well, I, these I think guys. it would even be cool if, like, because they've, they've said they're going to make the Batwoman. Yeah. T, like, CW show. True. So, so um... That'd be a I cool think, connection for that. Yeah. I think it would be cool if, like, because there's always so much you can do with Gotham without having Batman. Like, I think it would be cool if, like, almost like Birds of Prey where Batman's gone missing, where it takes place after, uh... Yeah, no, like, I kind of like that uh, idea. Like he's like after Barbara Gordon gets shot, like post killing joke. Yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey, the TV show, kind of takes place after that. Batman's gone on deep undercover and you know, he's gone, gone missing. Yeah. 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 So I think it'd be cool to kind of go with like that direction. Yeah, that would be really cool. With and then she kind of investigating the court. Yeah. And trying to figure out who they are, and they're trying to stop this new Batman yeah. person, or trying to figure out who she is. Yeah. Maybe know, start. Really cool. Maybe start with that as like the first season. Yeah, hint, hint. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, Hollywood. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, CW. CW. We just came up with your your premise for the first season. I feel like they already that, got it. To be honest, that can that can be your villain. Okay, Talon can be your villain. What if they already thought of that and we're just we're just like kind of behind on that? <laughs> well, too bad. Okay, we're gonna feel a, <laughs> we're, we're gonna feel credit. original. We're taking okay? credit. We're taking credit right now. That's it. Uh, <laughs> but my uh, my favorite live action one of the movies favorite live action. That one's always been really tough for me because none of them have like a way that really stood out to me. Like none of the Jokers really. Like Jack Nicholson, I like for his like over the topness, but even him to me is just a little too not quite right. He's just I don't know the darkness to him is not the right. I think it comes down to motivation really in that movie. Like his motivations aren't like as crazy as the Joker usually is. You know what I mean? Or like as yeah yeah. So I feel like that's why he's not quite, but if I had to pick just one, it would be probably Arnold, um, Mr. Freeze. Because <laughs> I love that okay, guy. Yeah. It's so corny, it's over the top, it had nothing, like zero, almost zero connection really to the comics. Like, he was not the one no. they were casting from, you know. But I like that he just goes over the top with it. He makes me laugh the most out of it, so. Probably had to just pick that just out of sheer love of it from my childhood. That's fair. Yeah, but who do we think's the worst? The worst. And yeah. we want live action. We can go anyone, really. But oh man. Yeah, it's a little easier to pick on, like when they joke around and like, yeah, you know, the Lego movie. They joke around with Condiment King and those other ones. And it's like, yeah, those ones kind of are jokingly sucky. But I mean, which one like did the worst job of like capturing the the character? Do you feel? Well, I. Like, which one's the least your that? Like, your every person? single villain, po like, from Batman Forever through Batman and Robin. Like, those those versions Fair. of the villains, like, they don't really fit anything. Like, yeah, no, like, Arnold doesn't fit what's going on. Like, I still don't even, that. Even, uh, the Fairman's Poison Ivy doesn't really, like, sexy and a little less fauna. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, and then Bane, like, he was just a big dumb goon as opposed to being, like, the gen the genius military. It's something I didn't know until, like, later in my life because of that movie. Because I that movie, yeah. I thought he was a dumb, like, muscle yeah. guy. And, and you find out he's, like, general tactician. Like, exactly, he's, and he's I was just like, oh, brilliant. wait, like, I could definitely see why people hated him in that movie. And yeah. No, I agree, it's definitely, a, like, not a good portrayal of him at all. That's, it was, like, both the Banes to me kind of were lackluster. 
Like yeah. they they got the like super beefed up and they got the the venom or venom is that what they call it? I think it's called toxic. Venom. Toxic. I think it's venom. But, I'm pretty sure too. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so he's got that. They've got that aspect and the physically appearing side of Bane. Yeah. In Batman vs Robin, they nailed it. But then you go. But then he's dumb. Like he's just yeah, a he's I, just yeah. a, a goon. But then you go to Bat Batman or was it? Rises, rises, or the Dark Knight rises. Yeah, the Dark Knight. You go to that, and you look at Tom Hardy's Bane, and he's got the tactician brilliant side to it. Yeah. But he's not huge. Like he's yeah. not out of Venom, and they like, like crazy huge. No, like he's he's like he's cut, but he's not like massive. There are football players who could throw him around, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like it was like if they could somehow just fuse that, I'd be I'd be psyched. I'd be so fine. Yeah. No, I agree. That one would have been. Neither of them quite met up to yeah. what it was, the comic book one, yeah. And then the Edward Nigma in Batman Forever, like, I've always looked at the Riddler as being, like, one of the smartest characters. Yeah. And, like, he, like he's he's a genius. And then they go with this one where he's just kind of, like, good at riddles, and he happened to invent one thing. Yeah, which makes just no sense whatsoever, really. Yeah. Like, it's... We're gonna beam TV into your head and control I you, I feel okay. like it was even too comic book for comic book. So does that like, make sense? Like it was too comic book science for comic books, and like, they put. It I just did. I didn't like that it looked like a blender. That's what like, I always thought my whole life too. Like, like I didn't get that it was a freaking TV antenna for the longest yeah. time. No, like, like it. It always just looked like the freaking ninja blender. It's like, are you ninja blending their brains? Because I like as a kid, I made the connection of oh, I remember being told TV rots your brain. Yeah. So I thought he was siphoning people's brains. Yeah. Which I guess he kind of was. Kind of, but he's like more melting them, right? Yeah. Because like when just, when he was like absorbing them into his head, that's when he went crazy and it melted his mind. Yeah. Which I just thought was just a little like. Yeah, no, I agree. That, I was gonna say actually that that movie in general has some bad villains, like him and like, Two Face in that one. Like the like, whole scene when they're like they're sticking the thing on each other's heads and they're like, yeah. ha ha, like laughing, that's like just, it's just yeah. it's too way too much. Yeah. And then you and then you get your your two faces little side pieces and for some reason Drew Barrymore had to be one of them. Yep. And I was like, why why are you here? Did you just ask to be in that role? Why are you there? Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, why no, is this happening? always like as a kid confused me a because I you know just didn't get it. And then as I got older, it just confused me with different feelings. Yeah. And now I'm just like. That guy's got it going on. He knows the plan. <laughs> he knows what's up. He knows what's up. He's got one one from one way, one from the other. Depends on which one the coin. Does that is that how he picks his lady? He flips the coin. I imagine so. Sorry, darling, it's you again. Sorry, Damn, one day. <laughs> oh, landed on side. That's both of you. That's both of you. Oh, that's a special occasion. Come on, girls, this tails. You know what that means. But uh, yeah, I'd have yeah, to say that though. That. I'd have to say all of those ones are like my least favorite. Like you look at the first, the first two, you know, the, the Michael Keaton years, ones, yeah. and like the Joker, like is perfect. That's my perfect Joker. Like it's it's mint. Like it's just crazy enough, but it's also got that gangster side to it. That's fair. Like enough. it's 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 perfect for me. And then you move on from that one, and you go to Batman Returns, and even like Danny DeVito as the Penguin, like. That he, that's still perf almost like perfect. Like he look like he looks a little too greasy and slimy for me. Like I always look that's at fair. or I always yeah. liked like the like the animated Batman TV show version of um, Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. 
as be, being like that kind of like suave, sophisticated like dude yeah. who just happened to be eat a lot of fish. Yeah. Like I didn't like the super clammy, gross, like disgusting, slimy. Yeah, no, that version. definitely Ugh. messed with me as a child. Uh, I definitely uh, had a nightmare about eating a fish once. <laughs> yeah, like it's disgusting. Where it's like, and he just pulls out the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Like, he was gross, but he also did a really good job at it, like, having that kind of, like, I have my own army, I live in the undergrounds, and yeah. I'm also, like, I can also manipulate you, because that's what he does. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, he's, he did a pretty good job besides the fact that it was kind of, like, an 11 on the fact that, oh, we're really, really pointing out the fact that his name's Penguin, Yeah. and apparently in the comics it's not enough, so we had to make him, like, half Penguin. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> And then, and then you move over to Michelle Pfeiffer's though. Pfeiffer. Michelle Mel, Sh- Mel. Wow. wow. Michelle Pfeiffer's. Mel Pfeiffer. Shapoofy. Michelle Pfeiffer's thinks she can beat the Batman. Like, I don't know. Like, she never did it for me. I didn't like young Michelle Pfeiffer's. Like, I think I said it before on the Ant Man and the Wasp episode. Like, yeah. older Michelle Pfeiffer's is banging. Younger Michelle Pfeiffer's did not do it for me. She kind of looks scary. She was definitely one of my first crushes as a child. I can admit that. I, I, the, I think the shiny leather was too that's, much for me. That's what caught my eye as a kid, I think. You <laughs> like, like shiny ooh, things. Shiny. That's true. That's yeah, true. I'm that like, guy. <laughs> I just didn't like the fact that it was shiny. Like, yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> I, I, I did really like the Anne Hathaway Catwoman. That one's but that's practical. just because I really like Anne Hathaway. So Who doesn't? Exactly. I stand by my A very nice young lady. A very nice young lady. Plus, she was in Princess Diaries, and those are great movies. Plus, she's brilliant. And she was in Ocean's 8. Mm. Oh, and she played at both sides. Both sides. Be dumb, but she was smart. Mm. Okay, off the Dre Diddle face. (laughs) Yeah, that got super weird. Can we not? (laughs) Just let us love Anne Hathaway, okay? It's a family podcast. Craig? Zero what? No, no. It's not one family. No, not this. one family. <laughs> Greg, what is your least favorite Batman character from the ones that you've seen? Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. I was going to stay out of this debate just because I feel like I don't have enough source material to work off. Is of. it a debate? I thought we were just. Having I don't know if it was. I don't know if it's a debate necessarily, it's but I was going to. I was going to stay out of the discussion because I don't know if I have enough source material to reference well see i kind of like that though because now you're not like because we're slightly biased because we have a little bit of the comics and the animated series especially and i'm literally covered in batman tattoos with an an appointment to make another one so so i always feel like craig you're a little bit more like the general audience person who watches a comic book movie occasionally you don't see everyone in a year but you'll get to a good number of them so i like i like i like to hear your perspective I, i know you don't know that many of them yeah so I um not going to talk about the only times I've seen Batman live action recently because that seems unfair since it's not technically Batman. So Superman doesn't really qualify as Batman's greatest enemy. Um see an argument could be made for himself being pe- his greatest enemy. Oh, that was, that was deep. We, we could things go existential like things that. are getting deep. <laughs> but deep. I really liked the like Joker. Bruce Wayne is Batman's, is, greatest, is Batman's enemy. greatest enemy, and vice versa. 
because Bruce Wayne should just be a philanthropist who does really good things for his community and cleans it up that way, but instead he's basically shooting himself in the foot by creating this dark personality that breeds fear in the streets of Gotham. Well, he actually does both. I know, but if he committed to one or the other, it would have more of an effect on the city than he currently does. He gives does. 98% to both of them. Okay, um, it's like 98 to one and like 91 to the other. Yeah, yeah, which is not well, a you figure out which. not a good number. Um, not mostly, good enough. Mostly because that math does not add up. Uh, but I liked the Joker in the Lego Batman movie. Okay. Um, why? I think I know why, but why? Besides it being Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Need he say more? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, Did you like the relationship aspect of it? Yeah, it was... Well, it was I hate you. It was... It it reminded me of so, kind of reminded me of at the uh, at Darien Lake back when I was a child when I was a wee lad, they used to have this Batman live action performance thing that they do every day a few times a day and I saw it so many times and first of all all the old movies that I've seen the Batman movies that I haven't seen in forever um, remind me of that so now when I think back on super campy when I think back on old um, Batman movies all I can see is a really weirdly produced stage show at an amusement park in western New York and that's what that that's what those movies remind me of is like the highly produced tele, like camera big screen version of that show what was the premise of this uh, western was New York something to do with Joker if I remember correctly it's been a long time Darian, like, hit us up. Tell us what it was about. I can't remember what the story was exactly. My guess um, would be a, a short version of the '89 Batman, so the first of probably. those movies. It's entirely possible. There were lots of there were lots of pyrotechnics and sound effects and a motorcycle. Oh, I can imagine the whole thing right now. I'm uh-huh. sure I saw the exact and same thing at one point when I was a kid too. Yeah, exactly. And lots of yelling into into headset microphones. And uh, and it was loud and warm and smelled like fireworks. But I remember it. And so the Joker in in the Lego Batman kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, I could see um, that. And then also, um, now nah, I'm not gonna remember his name. That's really bothering me. Mark Hamill's Joker. I remember him fairly fondly. He's yeah. the animated one, and he still does yes. it even to this day sometimes. Ex- exactly. Yeah. An occasional movie. Yeah. So I used, I did watch some Batman cartoons. Um, right. I wasn't sure if you were like too, like I didn't know if you kept up with the animated series. Or no, just the, the just the watching of the uh, whatever was on um, Netflix. No, it was on Teletoon in the mornings. I'm oh, talking okay. when I was a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back. See, I was religious about that back in the day. So that's back I before sure. I got a real job. <laughs> you saying we don't have real jobs? Well, I got a real job at 14. So up until then, <laughs> I was watching Saturday morning cartoons. Then I started working at Saturday mornings. So that didn't necessarily happen. So I don't know if I'd have necessarily a worst one, because um, I don't have much of a frame of reference for one that I wouldn't like exactly. Most of it's nostalgia, and then it's Joker. So that's fair. So you hate nostalgia? I got it. I don't hate nostalgia. <laughs> I don't want to hate things I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. 
So I don't want to. I don't want to say the reason I didn't watch any Batman movies when I was younger is because I probably wouldn't have liked them because I probably would have been scared of them because I was a weird little kid. No, a couple of we them change. are a little scary too sometimes. Yeah. Like if you watch Batman Returns at the wrong age, it can mess you up a little bit. I they think. straight up three. There's a grenade <laughs> in a sewer with somebody. It starts off with a baby getting thrown in a river. Yeah, just, <laughs> Jeez. All on Jesus. Did did Jesus, are you Moses. sure that wasn't made like last week? Moses. That sounds super dark. Yep. Yeah, no, no, that's how it starts because they got the their penguin baby and they didn't like that he was a penguin baby, so they threw him in a river. No wonder he's so bitter. And yeah, he no. sailed <laughs> into the sewers of Gotham City and somehow lived. Yeah, no, I. Don't ask I feel questions. Like the real villains of that story were his parents. With the with the cobblepots. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's okay though because Batman Forever they redeemed themselves by introducing you to Nicole Kidman. Yes. Her character being in it, and you get to see her almost nude. She is nude, just wrapped in a bed sheet. And, and that would like, not have been a yeah. Craig watching at ten years old. <laughs> yeah, no, does that does that shock there. anyone? No, yeah, no, no. <laughs> not whatsoever. I don't think Craig before the age of seventeen would have wanted to watch that. Well, I had my the next one was the best uh, animated movies because there's a bunch. I was just curious which one you like the most. I know you've seen a bunch of them, okay. Andrew. I know you got Do most it, of them. Does it movies. have Does it have to be like the ones that I know you're talking about, or can it be like the Lego ones? It's not going to be the Lego ones, but but for Craig's it? sake, it can be a Lego one. Yes. Okay. Well, because that's my choice. There you yeah, go. No, you don't I'm, even have to come back to me anymore. <laughs> Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, no, there's a lot. I'm gonna say Batman: Bad Blood, oh, okay. or uh, the Red Hood. Red Hood's really good. I'm one, yeah. I'm leaning more towards Bad Blood because you get to see Nightwing take more of a leadership role in the team. Yep. That's and then they introduce you to Batwoman. You know, Cassandra yep. Cain. You get to see Damien come back because at the end of Batman vs. Robin. Robin's whole, Robin's whole thing is, hey, listen, you know, I don't want to be like Talon and just kill people to solve my issues, but I can't just be like you either. I got to figure out myself. I'm going to go to this monastery and become a monk child. And then he finds out that Batman's gone missing, and he's like, oh, fuck, never mind. Peace out. Yeah. Back to the life. And you do get to see that little, that brotherly bond. between. Yeah, no, I really like that about that one, too. Like, you get that little bit of tension at first between... You yeah. know, Damien and uh, Nightwing. Or, which one is it? is it? Yeah, it's Nightwing. You know, I'm forgetting who, which one's which Robin's Nightwing. It's Damien. Oh, it's Dick Grayson. Dick. Yeah, I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. I, if I remember correctly, they haven't, intro- they haven't introduced Tim, and they haven't introduced. Ah, uh, um, oh Christ, Red Hood. Okay. Uh, Drawing a blank on his name. Jason? Jason, yeah, Jason Todd. Yeah, okay. They yeah, it's hard to keep track. They mentioned, they've mentioned sometimes. them, but they haven't yeah. brought them in yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would have to say mine would probably be this. I'm going a little further back, but I just watched this over the weekend, and I remember watching this when I was younger. And it's uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Do you remember that? Ma- one? Yes, Mask of the Phantasm, with the uh, where his girlfriend plays the. Yes, which this day is always like, which? I always forget. And that's what I love the most about well, it. Is like they referenced that in an episode of Justice League. 
Oh, do they? The I believe it's the f- one of the final episodes of Justice League Unlimited. It might it might be the second last episode. They do a tie up like finishing episode yeah. for Batman Beyond. Okay. Okay, and they do the, and they go through like the story of how like Terry McGinnis is actually Bruce Wayne's like genetic son. Okay. Because they because yeah. they used like Bruce Wayne's DNA to, like clone himself and like give you Terry. Okay. And then th- they were supposed to put like to put Terry through like that traumatic thing of like his parents dying at a younger age, mm-hmm. like as a kid. Uh, Amanda Waller hires the Phantasm to do it. And I remember watching that episode, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" That's awesome. And That's it was a crazy amazing. connection. Yeah, like it, it was really only one of those connection or like that those references that like someone who watched it. And it yeah. was a total nostalgia move because. Kids younger than me would not have known who the no, hell the Phantasm no, kids is. Just watching it on like Saturday morning cartoons at that point, yeah. They would have been like, "Oh, she looks cool. That character looks cool." They wouldn't even maybe know it was a she at that point. Too. Yeah, like the Mask of the Phantasm was phenomenal, especially because they did bring in the Joker as well. Yep, Joker's a part of it too. And which... and I I like that it's got that like Bruce Tim animation style as well. Yeah, that's like my, that original like, Bruce, like, Bruce Tim style. Yeah, it's connected. I think it's it's obviously connected into the original I think, animated series. I think it I takes place in between like season one and season two or something like that. Some some connection. Because like it's that, it's yeah. definitely before like new Batman adventures. Yeah, yeah. Which I still haven't gotten to. I'm I want to. I just haven't made it that far yet. There's there's a lot to keep up with. There's a lot. Like of I've episodes. watched seasons one through three of the Batman. Yeah. And then I didn't watch four, and then I went and watched Justice League. So I'm missing this whole pre-chapter of Justice League. <laughs> That's hilarious. I I've been meaning to start it over again since I got them all on DVD. I just it's a little bit of a commitment to get through all those. It's a yeah. lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel you. What's your? Oh, you just said it was. You just said it was the Phantasm one. Fantastic. What would your number two be, though? Number two. Well, I watched Sub Zero this weekend, which I like. Yes. That was good. Did you get? Did you get the yeah, double, I got pack? That, that double okay, pack? Okay, cool. Amazon double pack. Yep. Of course. I have it right. Mine's further. I can't reach it from here. There it is. Right here. Yeah, that there, exactly. That's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was watching on the weekend. Yep. I've got them both on VHS as well. Just I in remember case. those VHSs. I used yeah. to have those way back in the day as well. And yeah, so yeah the Sub Zero one's cool because like it gives you that like almost like fifties Gotham City style. Yeah, I like that. And they, and they show you the Dick, the Dick Grayson who's with uh, Barbara Gordon, and yeah. you show her as Batgirl, and then you know she's she's the one who deals with uh, Mister Freeze, and you get the I can't remember his name, and I'm not gonna pretend like I do. Little Inuit boy. Oh yeah, who's, I forget who's there. Inuit right Andy. The Must be Inuit Andy. No, no. No, I know. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. It was a joke. Come on. <laughs> no. With uh, with Mr. Freeze, and he's got the polar bears. Yeah, the polar like bears I like. Yeah. I'm like, that's badass. I don't know why yeah. they just respect you because you go to the water too. Okay, yeah, cool. I like it. Why not? That's why not? Yeah, You're why the not? alpha. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but like the whole reason he's doing it, like it's a, it's almost admirable. Yeah, I always like his motivations in the animated series, especially because it is pretty like noble. He does go about it the wrong way most of the time. I mean, well, even in uh, like Batman Beyond, like they have the one episode where like they bring him true, back. True, true, yeah. Like they, that, like yeah. they let him go free, and like he starts off like he's trying to be good, and then he realizes the world's a shit place. Yeah. And he kind of goes nuts, and then at the end he's like, "Listen, get out of here! Like I'm the issue here. I need to go." Yeah. And, he's, and the whole thing is just like him trying to like die. Yeah. It's super dark, but it at the same time so you're like, and you're like, you know what? You go, Mister Freeze. Yeah, it's time. It's your time. 
I feel you. I feel you. That and just it was cool to see the like the motorcycle that Dick Grayson rides. <laughs> just I, that yeah, I like alone, that like that was badass. Like, yeah. The line he says is here, take my vet, and he throws it at the guy yeah. who just fell off the bike. And I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> like, at least must, at least must you be nice. Traded. Just, did, you, did you talk to Bruce first? I know he bought you that car. I know he did. It's 100% not even in his name. It's just no, it's not, it's not even his vet. He just <laughs> no. took someone else's vet keys and like have this. Yeah, take this. But, yeah. Uh, but I only had one other question, but I feel this okay. one's not super fair for Craig, and I'm not sure exactly why I wrote it down, because we don't really talk comics, but do you have a favorite Batman like comic storyline or comic in general? I know we're not the biggest comic. I think you've read more than I have, definitely. Do you at least the, have... The the Killing Joke would probably be my favorite one. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, yeah. Um, I, I did like the Gotham by Gaslight as well. Oh, I haven't gotten which to that re- one Which yet. also recently got turned into a movie. Yeah, I haven't gotten to either of um, those yet, but I do want to watch like, those. The, kill- the Killing Joke, probably just because like, it's such a serious one. Yeah, it is. And, like, and just, I hate the ending, but I love it at the same time. Like, it's so open. Yeah, and, like, no, there's there's. Yeah. And it's one of those things I like to read, like the arguments online, and see like how how heated people get. Yeah, for, like their side, way. and they're like, like, "Oh, he killed, killed him. him! No, he didn't!" Da, da. Yeah, no, I I know I agree with you. That's a good reason. Like the uh, I haven't read them, but I'd love to read them. Like the Batman, the uh, was it Batman Returns? Batman Returns or no, the Dark Knight Returns. Like oh, I don't okay, know if you yeah. I don't yeah, know if you've the, seen the movie the movies the animated I have yeah seen there's the two there's the two parts one of them I think I've seen one of the two parts potentially okay which one have you seen I like, think I which, saw the first one I what happens in that one is that the one with the mutants maybe I haven't seen them okay what 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 part did you see like what I just what remember him being movie? on a horse at one, it's on old Bruce horse. Wayne right yeah. And I remember at one point I think he rides a horse in it. Cause I remember so, I just remember a bat old Batman on an animated horse. And now I don't like remember that part. Clearly that was not a major part in either of these movies. Maybe I'm just morphing it with some other thing. They don't think it Justice Maybe. League the movie. Maybe you just want to see Batman on a horse. <laughs> I do love Batman on a horse, and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm on a horse. I'm Batman. But uh, no, like I, I, I haven't read it yet, but I'd love to read that one just because I really, li- I really enjoyed the, like the movies, and I like, I've loved that they've used the scene from like, the second part, like yeah. where it's you know bat, where it's Batman versus Superman, yeah, yeah, like where he's got the mech suit, like they use that in Batman versus Superman. It's in the Dark Knight Returns movie. They use it in uh, the the Batman, one of the animated Batman shows. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which what the name of the show. I think it was called. No, it wasn't the Batman. It was. Batman Brave and the Bold. Brave That's what bold. it was. Okay. Yeah. There's there's that one. Like I've seen a couple different versions of it where it's him versus Superman. Yeah. And I really like that. And I'd like to see that like on paper, especially because like I like the fact that he he kicks Superman's ass. No. Oh, yeah. like, I'm like I'm like mm, yeah. Yeah. But I'd, I'd like and to read that as well. Old Batman kicks his yeah. ass too. Even older yeah. than like Ben Affleck. Cause... Yeah. Well, even even like Ben Affleck's version like late 40s like that's old enough like that's fair his, his still, body his body's his mangled prime, and you see it in god <laughs> they showed it yeah they showed in justice league where his body's like just he's got that huge bruise on Yo, the yeah. back of his he's shoulder just messed up yeah <laughs> and like and you see all the scars like it's not as scarred as Stephen amell's arrow is yeah. but batman has been tortured as much no he hasn't because he's he gets through his shit yeah and he, and he wears Kevlar. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> Why are you running He's around smart. in a cloth hood, Oliver? You a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Why are your arms out? Okay. You you had that one season where you literally had no sleeves. No, Was it that. summer That's in that season? That's why I went sleeveless when we played football. It's an intimidation I, thing. I did the same thing. <laughs> but then he goes from that, and then all of a sudden he's got full sleeve again. He's like, no, it gets cold at night. It's cold I in need, I need a jacket. It's really, I feel like that just, just depends on what seat, like, literally what time of year they're shooting in Vancouver. <laughs> it's like, can he survive without... I know this last season there was this thing that he was like, don't do any shirtless scenes, please. Or the, like the last, one of the last couple seasons he said okay. that was like part of his thing. He's like, I don't feel like keeping abs for the whole year. Please don't make <laughs> me do a shirtless scene this year. And I'm like, I love you. That's awesome. He's, he's the best. He's, he's the best. I would, I'd, I'd, I'd watch him as Batman if they ever made him a Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's pretty much Bruce Wayne, yeah. Yeah. But that's all the Batman-related questions I had written down for us. Did you, did you answer your own question? Uh, my favorite comic. Oh, yes. maybe not. I guess I didn't. See, this one's a tough one for me because I haven't read too many. Uh, I've read a lot of the different graphic novels, uh, especially the ones that have movies based off them. So I was like having that connection. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's a little cliche, but I really like Batman Year One. It's just okay, a really yeah. great intro. I liked seeing that first little bit of that connection between him and uh, Jim Gordon building. You get a little bit more. Okay, yeah. I like the Jim Gordon character in that because he's, he's a cheater. And I just like that he seems a little bit more real in it, right? Like, I believe that yeah. Jim Gordon in the comic a little bit more. And, yeah, so it's probably that one just because that's technically the only one I own right now. But Okay. Yeah. But the new um, I've been reading his, um, the, uh, uh, DC Rebirth uh, Batman and all those different ones. Okay, yeah. And there was one called uh, Batman All-Star where he's chasing, he's taking Two-Face like across the country and he's just getting tracked down by all these different things, uh, by all the different villains because Two-Face put out an offer being like, I'm going to take the three biggest crime bosses, all their money and give it to whoever stops Batman from getting me to this destination. And so like the whole book's just all these different and Batman's just like I could use the extra money that'll su that'll subsidize subsidize the whole Batcave, and I won't have to dip into Wayne Tech funds. No, no, Batman's trying to save Two Face because in this uh -oh. one he's like they were friends when they were kids. They went to a summer camp, and that's how he knew Harvey Dent. Oh, okay, he went so so it's it, so it's kind of like the uh, like the animated TV show. Yeah, where, I think like, that's they were the best connection. buds. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, see, it's it's actually weird because in the book they went. They were just best friends at a summer camp, but they didn't know who was who because this was some exclusive summer camp where they didn't want to tell each other's names so that no one knew it was like, oh, this is a rich kid and that's not. So they went by like, okay. not by, they just went by like boy A and boy B or something like that. But then afterwards, you know, they found out. But this, in the okay. book, in the comic, it's just a lot of flashbacks, but I just really like it because I like, I like any comic where we get a bunch of different villains or any yeah. animated one where we get a bunch of the different bat like we get a f he's got such a huge batman's got such a huge rogue gallery i like when we just take a bunch of them throw them in for even like two minutes and he just literally just swats them away and yep. they're just speed bumps all well, the that, time that's like in uh batman and superman public enemies yeah the animated yeah. movie where it's literally just like they become public enemies and they're fighting all of their rogues at the same time they're fighting all of the justice league yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. God, I love when they do that stuff. That's yep. a good animated one, too. Absolutely. Or, like, even, like, Assault on Arkham. The, yeah, I was uh, just thinking that. I thought that's where you were going like to go when you said Squad, it. Like, with the Suicide Squad? Like, I just, squad, I love yeah. that. Especially because, like, there's the one part where, like, they show, uh, was it Snake or whatever his name is? Or 
Spider. I can't remember his name. The yeah, assassin, anyways. Yeah. Where he where he he fights Batman, and then like they cut away, and they come back, and like it's the guy in that suit, and you're like, oh shit, yeah. he killed Batman, and then you're like, no, I didn't kill Batman, because yeah. then you find out later, like he didn't kill Batman. Batman actually swapped his costume with his, and yes, he came did. out because Bruce Wayne is the man. Uh huh. He is. He's like ev- even like even just the like. The scene. It's not even a fight scene. It's just where he gets in the car and he's like, "Hey, give hey Alfred, give me the uh, the footage from Arkham tonight." And they show and he's like, "Oh, that's Sal or whatever his name is. He's not on this night's crew." Yeah. And he just go. He just knows. That's like, how he oh, knows shit. something's going on that night. It's like, oh he's like, damn, next level you're the greatest genius. freaking detective. detective ever, ever. <laughs> I know there's arguments that can be made that. You know, Dick Grayson is was the better bat. Like he was the best Batman ever because he learned from Bruce Wayne. He learned all of his traits, but he got to be his own too. He got to learn from the mistakes and the right decisions that he made, and yada yada, whatever. Still, Batman still counts. Yeah, still counts. Still counts. Uh, I feel like Craig doesn't really have any input for this question whatsoever. The for the comics, no. Yeah, no. So do you want to start off what you watched this week then, Craig? Cause sure. For now. Wake up. Let's do this. It was a, hey, I've been awake the entire time. I've been listening. <laughs> I, I got secrets. He's got to be ready for when I randomly throw to him, being like, hey, Craig, give us your opinion on something you've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, Stuff. every episode. All of it. Awesome. <laughs> Ghosts. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Bigfoot, hope so. Aliens, there's gotta be. Forgot to grow up? Get the fuck out of here. Well, I did forget to grow up. I watched a lot of Archer this week. Okay. A lot of Archer this week. I am on Archer Vice now. Um, oh, right on. Just because I'm just pounding away at the episodes. You're that show gets so weird as you go through it. Holy yeah. crap. And I love it though. It's oh, I'm yeah. not the biggest animated guy, but that is probably my favorite animated show, it's to be honest. All over the place. Like they start kind of trying at oh, their yeah. best to be to have some sort of idea. But then like about halfway through the first couple seasons, they switch to basically the entire thing's continuous dialogue. They're just cutting back and forth. So somebody'll say something, it'll cut to somebody else answering their question, but it'll be a completely different context. Yeah. And by the time they get to Archer Vice, it's basically just all the characters together in one spot saying ridiculous things and other people saying other ridiculous things that have nothing to do with what they're saying. And then there's cocaine involved. And that's pretty much it. That is the show. It, and I love it. I love every second <laughs> of it. It's great, yeah. So I'm rewatching Archer still. Uh, it'll be a couple more weeks probably of... Uh, of continuing at that um i watched two new episodes of explained because nice. of schedules yes. the first one being weed um i'll give you guys one guess at who uh narrated the weed was episode it snoop dog? was not snoop dog although they really was missed their boat on chong? that one was it, it was tommy chong yeah okay. or he did a or he did a no sorry he did a interview in it it's somebody else i didn't know i know that there i know that tommy chong was involved i may have gotten secondhand high from the episode i don't know <laughs> i learned a lot of stuff 
Oh, I'm getting a context high. <laughs> context high. Exactly. That fits so well for this. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy you said that. I was trying to think of something. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. <laughs> context high. That fits so well. I was trying to think of some disclaimer. Was, for I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not taking credit for it. That's a Stewie Griffin reference from Family Guy, the episode where Brian Griffin, the dog, takes his mushrooms and gets super baked during, yep, a, during a hurricane. Yeah. And he's like, uh, dude, I think I'm getting a context high. Yeah, but he says it because he doesn't know what he means. Yeah. And not... It, it was way more appropriate when you just said it now. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Because you're talking with the context Exactly, of, uh, of watching the, the weed. I, I didn't get... There's no way I got a contact high from watching a 20 minute documentary (laughs) a context high totally a context high absolutely and that's probably why i forgot that tommy chong didn't narrate it uh some (laughs) there was there was some guy i didn't i didn't recognize the name but i'm sure i heard the voice um then this most recent week's episode was tattoos and that was interesting yeah interesting yeah so i kind of talk about where tattoos came from what they are and how they're like their perception has kind of changed through western yeah. society That'd how they really interesting to yeah, see, yeah start off as like decoration and then they became like ways to mark prisoners but then it's too easy to remove or to go over which is why you see a lot of the old tattoos that are on the arms and things because it's going over a or yeah, that's where you that's think of a tattoo yeah. is because it's going over top of the uh of the prisoner marking that makes sense and then they go over the japanese tattoo art and uh and then kind of where it is now and then what context it has in uh, in modern society that kind of stuff so it was interesting lots of good stuff about tattoos um i was away for work this week so or within the span of this episode recording and so i watched a lot of cable which is new for me uh i don't like it I don't like it. You, you stupid commercials can can go away, please. Hey, hey man, hey man, that, that that pays my bills. I I don't care. The commercials can stop. I've had enough of the commercials. Um, the only spot that television commercials have any sort of like point of nostalgia for me is during Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, and that's because I need my Centrum Silver commercial to feel like I've truly watched something. <laughs> but you watching that on Omni? <laughs> uh, CTV actually back in the day. CTV, yep, CTV back in the day. It was uh, on both though, cause over the just... air. Yeah, because they're played at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, the same feed. They just put on two different channels. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to say it was Kevin Smith who's the vo- the was, I was gonna ask. Ah, was like, see, I knew I recognized him, but I couldn't. Like you I knew said you didn't recognize the name. I'm like, I've, oh, I figured you would recognize Kevin Smith's. Name. I do recognize <laughs> Kevin Smith. I don't remember what I was thinking. Context okay. high. Yeah, that was gonna be my next one after. <laughs> You're still rocking like, the context high. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, context high. Um, but I while I was watching cable television, I watched a couple features that so. Any yeah, I was watching Any because uh they were showing this this hour-long thing on like sketch comedy and how it's shown up on tv 
So that was kind of interesting because there was Carol Burnett and S- SNL and Monty Python and all kinds yeah. of stuff like that. So I was watching that because I enjoy those sorts of things. Then they go into this feature on how they made Jaws, and that was interesting oh, too. Cool. Uh, so the, it was an hour-long thing about like all the and interviews with like Steven Spielberg and how it was yeah. like he got fired every day because of how long it took and how specific they were going to want to make it and like how they did these shots and how hard it was to film on the water and like if we want to move for a camera angle then we got to take an hour to move it and like how bad the the shark was breaking down and stuff yeah I heard a lot about that. then they do a Ferris Bueller one and oh. that was really good too uh interview interviews with a lot of people involved how they shot the car scene when cameron kicks it off the balcony how they shot the uh the scene of the um the parade in downtown chicago turns out they just had an actual parade and injected themselves into it that's good that seems like the best way to do it. That does yeah. seem like the easiest way to do it. Yeah. I think I think the best thing I learned though was how they did the camera sh- or the car shot because they basically they had one shot to do it. They made three cars, three replicas, right? One for driving, one for showing, and one for dropping off the. Uh, and what for destroying? Yeah, one yeah. for dropping off the back of the house, and they attached the back end of the truck, back end of the car, to a chain. Brought that out the back of the house wrapped it around to the front of the house and attached it to a tow truck and then they oh. timed it and when they hit the time the tow truck took off and ripped it out of the house it was kind of cool to to hear how like they were worried that it wasn't going to make it like yeah. it was just going to kind of just fall really gently but they they got they real smashed. they got real lucky and it flew out of the house they made the the least believable part of that movie it, for me, exists. which is that Cameron's father did not come home and gut him. Yeah, he, he <laughs> should. He well, we should. Know. There was never a sequel. That's true. There never was That's a sequel. True. They they talked well, about they, d- they, do they addressed this. Like they'd never been closer. They addressed the sequel. Um, oh, do they? They address like the why didn't we make a sequel, and it's kind of because Matthew Broderick kind of left it alone, and they just kind of never like. Uh, I guess John Hughes said he'll make it when he's got his Ferris and Matthew Broderick just went on and did other stuff and he says in retrospect he should have just made a sequel I'm glad he did it no I love no. that yeah. movie that's one of my favorite I, I, that's my sequels favorite kill a lot of franchises I think that was I think that was Matthew Broderick saying I haven't made money since Inspector Gadget yeah, but that movie was amazing. He probably made seven hundred million dollars. Probably made so much money off that movie. The last time I even heard about Matthew Broderick, he was on a Broadway play with a set. Is he married <laughs> to the the sex in the, the city I, lady? I have no idea. I don't know. Matthew Broderick was in Tower Heist, but he oh, was I saw absolu- that. He was absolutely in uh, forgettable. <laughs> I was I was gonna say he um, was in Oh Hello, Oh Hello on yes. Broadway. Uh, but the point of this A and E story is that they showed the Ferris Bueller one, then they showed the Jaws one again. Oh, uh, so th- wait, so they TLC'd you? <laughs> yes. So they showed you the same show. They showed back me. To back they showed back. me sketch comedy, Jaws, Ferris Bueller, Jaws. Oh. So I watched the Jaws one twice because why not? They should have. They should have thrown in like Star Trek or something. They should have, but they or didn't. Jaws two. They went to Jaws. So <laughs> or I Jaws, said, or Jaws five. So for the next the next night, I said, forget this A and E. I'ma watch 
some HGTV because what could possibly go wrong with that? All of and it. And the answer is, the answer comes to you two Love It or List It episodes and one House Hunters later in that <laughs> people suck. <laughs> people are the friggin' people worst. List It irritates me <laughs> to a breaking so point because these people, like, are ridiculous. The one oh, guy know. in Love It or List It, they're talking about buying a $500,000 house in North Carolina, which, first of all, good for you. I don't know what you do, but, like... You figured it out. Yeah, obviously. You you lucked, it, you lucked into this house. You, They admit flat out at the beginning that it was a family friend who was getting rid of the house, and the only reason they got the house in that neighborhood at that price point is because they knew the person who was selling it. Otherwise, it would have gone for way more. Which seems like an ass backwards thing. Like so I would honestly, I would never sell you guys my house because I want top value for it. And uh, Craig, I know you're cheap. Yep. Like I'm coming for cheaper. you. And yeah, and like I've like, you, why would you sell property to someone for less than it's worth? Like, I, that just doesn't seem like a good I business decision to me. I don't know. Uh, so like, they fully admit that they've locked into this house, and it's an old house, but it's a nice house. It's got a huge property, all kinds of stuff like that. And so they're talking about the, 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 this guy's like, oh yeah, no, we got to move out. Like, but you guys are getting the full value of the house now because you're gonna sell it. And then they're talking about putting hundred and thirty thousand dollars of renovations in. It just, it bothered me. Then I watched Love It or so List at Vancouver, which made things even worse because these people are talking about their one point five million dollar budget. Yep. As like you guys, yeah, bought your houses, your house what twenty five years ago for nothing because no one wanted to live out there and now here we are 1.5 million dollars later so yeah. i <laughs> i was happy that there was no I more love like it or listed house in vancouver that you bought for let's say even like 200,000 like 20 years even ago even 500,000 and you sold it now for your 1.5 immediately the first thing i would do is move out to the east coast yep i would like here we come new brunswick have a million just sit in the bank yep you could you get can, a you can nice buy like house. hundred acres. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. A huge, like seventeen hundred square foot house. We'll have like three boats and still have a million left in the bank. Exactly. So, yeah, I was happy to be done with Love It or List It, so I decided they're gonna put House Hunters on. How could this possibly go wrong? I follow the Novelty Twitter account. I know how bad it is. Yeah. It was horrible. This married, trap, this married couple looking for their beach house in South freaking Florida. Was it Florida? Something like that. It was either it was either Florida or Orange County. It doesn't matter. What was matter. the couple's name? It, was it Craig and Stasia? No, it wasn't Craig and Stasia, but they still didn't deserve their beach house. These two, everything that they wanted to look at, like they were the polar opposites. The guy really likes modern build. You know, the rectangles and the flat roofs yep. and all this. She hates it she really likes a tile roof he hates it she really wants to live away from the beach he wants to live right on top of the beach she really wants a lot of property he would rather have next to nothing she wants the inside of the house to be all white and bright and he would rather see black tile black wall black ceiling she really likes to have windows he likes bars i don't know it was bad i i could not believe these people were married had children together and now you're realizing that you hate everything about each other now that you have <laughs> nothing in common like oh, how do you even find a house <laughs> that's such a florida problem though ah uh. and then their budget's like ridiculous obviously 
Well, they're searching for their beach house. I assumed it was. Yes. Max there's budget of seven dollars. <laughs> With seven kids and nine on the way. Uh, yeah. So that's what I watched this week. Most of it was good. Some of it was infuriating. For sure. Like, every time I hear about HGTV, I just immediately think of one of the memes I've seen on some type of social media. Where it's like, she she watches butterflies for a living. And he sharpens pencils part-time. Max budget, $1.9 million. <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping that HGTV would be like a rerun of a show I was on or something like that. But no. No luck. No luck. No. You're not that famous, I, I'm close, though. Close. No one recognizes me for my TV spots. We do. That's that's why you're our producer. Because you're famous. You know, you got the hookups. Because one, three times I was on TV. Yep. That's two times more than me, my man. Well, who wants to talk about what they watched this week? Well, I'll take I'll take that from there. I feel like Scott's list is a little more adventurous than mine is, because mine mine consists of a lot of Batman. I've got nice. Batman Forever. I've got Lego Batman. I've got Justice League. I've got two dogs going nuts in the background right now. <laughs> I've got. It's my favorite Batman movie. I forgot. Yep. Why did we talk about that today? Ba Batman, two dogs going nuts in the background. <laughs> yep. That's the uh, the side story from uh, Dark Knight where he gets bitten by the by the Doberman. Oh right, of course. But uh, anyway, so I got Justice League. I got Batman vs Superman, the greatest movie ever made. Yes. Um, I've got Harry Potter's number two through five, which oh, I've been damn. watching at the shop. Okay, that makes more sense. Right and uh, I've gotten into Parks and Rec. Oh. Nice. Which I I've seen episodes here and there, but I've never really watched it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I always forget that uh, like I've seen a few episodes, and like mm -hmm. Nick Offerman and like his his wife Megan Mullally, yes, are in it, and I always forget who Megan Mullally is. And then in the show, she plays his ex-wife, and they hate each other. They absolutely detest one another, but they're like the most in love couple in Hollywood. And I just love <laughs> Nick Offerman. His whole character just, he hates the government. But he, he works it. for the municipal so, government. So he's the manager of the Parks and Recs, de Parks and Rec Department. <laughs> like, how do you hate government? And like, his, his whole thing is like, I got into it because I wanted to be there to see it burn. And he worked <laughs> his way up to management. <laughs> it happens sometimes, you know? You work in... Like, like he hates the system. I just watched an episode where uh, Aziz Ansari's character shoots him in the back of the head by accident. Yes. Like they're out, they're out uh, quail hunting or pheasant hunting and he accidentally hits him in the back of the head with some shot. Okay. And uh, Leslie takes the fall for him and he's straight pissed at Leslie for shooting him in the back of the head. And then Tom, Aziz Ansari, comes out and says, oh hey, uh, it was actually me. Leslie was just taking the fall. You shouldn't be mad at her. And then he's like, you took the fall for him. You're the you're the man. You're the man. Because fuck the system. <laughs> because, because Tom was looking at a twenty five thousand dollar fine if he did it. So he said fuck the system because he hates government, <laughs> even though he's a major key player in the Pawnee yeah. municipal scheme. But uh, I 
also watched a couple episodes of Toast of Lo- London again. And guys, I gotta tell you, my girlfriend does not like it. You know what? I didn't really like her anyway. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you Whoa. went there, Craig. Wow, okay. <laughs> she listens. Yeah, she does. Come at me, Kendall. I dare you. She'll kick your ass, man. That's fine. <laughs> she knows where you live. Kind of. Or did you show her where my apartment is? You've been here once. I know where you, I know where you, you live. You haven't even visited, and you drive by? Really? Making love with the lights on, whore. I miss you so much. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I watched a couple more episodes of Toast London. And she pointed something out to me that I feel like it's going to bug me from now on. Oh, no. Don't do it. So I'm not going to tell you. You do it anyway. But can you tell me? Warn the nice listeners. <laughs> Here, I'll cover it's, my it's, I'll cover my ears. Go for it. It's act, it's actually not that bad. She said that they flat like they move scenes too often. Like every time they talk, they quickly shift. There's no scenes of like both characters in one. And I was like, I don't really notice or or care that much. Like I just love the show and how obtuse it is. So what was hey, your point? Go, I I could hear you at headphones. Oh, yeah. I thought you took. It was out. all for the joke. <laughs> I thought you took him out. He was committing. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that's not a huge deal to me. Yeah. What was, things like that. what was her point? Oh, it was just, it moved too quick. She didn't like it. Oh, I liked that. It was just, like, ridiculous. Just constant movement. Yeah, just because like, it was the, it was a lot of stupid all rolled into one. The episode we watched was the, uh, I think it was the second episode. With the director who killed a guy? Yes. <laughs> And where they've got him by the balls in the shower. <laughs> like Benedict Cumberbatch caved in half an hour. Who? <laughs> so I watched that. I uh, also finished Bojack Horseman. Good for you. Unfortunately, but because now I gotta wait a month for season six to come out. Phenomenal show, Scott. You should get to it. Yeah. It didn't seem like it was going to be my cup of tea either, but like it sucked me in. Okay, like, it's, it's, it's funny. Like, it's, it's, it's really it's weird. It's funny and serious too. They don't. Yeah. They deal with a lot of really heavy stuff. Yeah, like uh, child stars being drug addicts and their lives being ruined by yes. Hollywood. Public like acknowledgement of abortion and alcoholism, drug use, all kinds of really nasty stuff. And yeah, how celebrities just can't go places. They have to be, like, followed all the time. But I like that the birds are the paparazzi. And yes. And they're just, like, so bad at their job. Like, that's just one of those long-running jokes in the show that don't mean anything. And what was this? I can't remember. I think it was episode two. Uh, Princess Carolyn, the agent for BoJack Horseman, who's a cat. Her call-waiting music is um, uh, Jellicle Cats from the musical Cats. Which oh, is a callback yes. to two weeks ago. <laughs> when we talked to cats. When we talked about Cats the Musical. And it's so funny because there's one point where you actually listen to like two minutes of the song. <laughs> what? It's, like it's a weird ass show. And then they cut like 40. There's an episode where there's no dialogue. There's some at the beginning and at the very end. Yeah. And then 17 minutes of him being underwater yeah. and just making. Can't talk to the fish people. No. Trying to trying to catch up with this is it Kelsey, is that her name? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then 
there's uh, like I I absolutely love Mr. Peanut Butter. He's so he's weird. so funny. Is what is this a crossover episode? <laughs> <laughs> and then well, he uses that a bunch of times. Yeah, all the time he uses it, and just because he's just like the really the really nice happy go lucky guy, and Bojack hates it because he's depressed about his life. Yeah, and I, uh, up up until her suicide via overdose. I really liked Sarah Lynn. Yeah. Especially when they when they show you the uh, the flashbacks to the show. It's like, that's too much, man. I use that all the time. <laughs> no one understands it, though. No, because no one watches the show. You mean I got to eat all this pasta? That's too much, man. And even when she seems like she's back on the right track, she's, she's all right. Like that, that episode where she she's celebrating her nine months of being sober and then Bojack calls her and says hey you want to get fucked up she's like yeah rips the calendar away punches a hole in the wall and there's nothing but booze coke there's art done up with crystal meth you got Vicodin covered Vicodin instead of like mints in, in the foyer like just drugs everywhere yeah it's uh and then Wyatt Snack is uh um, as the BuzzFeed article writer that... Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because everyone can get published on BuzzFeed. Everybody can get published on BuzzFeed. It's a lovely little like joke. That, that show and Mike Tyson Mysteries are probably my favorite animated like shows that have more than one season on Netflix. Netflix has really good animated stuff, now that I think of it. Yeah. Like, even Final Space was really good. Big Mouth was like godly I'm sure there'll be another season of that soon it's Hopefully. coming I saw a post on Nick Kroll's Instagram page about yes. uh, about right the uh, like the writers and the crew that work on it and there's no way he's just grouping them all together for fun when they're not working on it yeah, well it's been it's been almost a year since it came out so I know and I'm gonna have to watch it all in a day again yep I will watch it the next day I'll take the day off. Yeah, me too. <laughs> hey, Andrew? Wait, why can I... What? Fuck it, I'm not coming in. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the only other thing I watched was Train 48. Obviously. Which is amazing. Na, 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 train. Na, 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 train. It's uh, the best. The best <laughs> That's Canadian the theme song. I will send you the link to made. it later. Okay. Yeah. In the theme, you can't understand any of the words. It's like. And then you get to the chorus, which is. Na 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 na. Na 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 train. <laughs> yep. Well, because it, it's it's train. I think I think like the song's called Trains Go. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's incredibly Canadian show. Um, it, right down the to the, the show, theme song we, and just all of it. Ugh. Like we we talked about it. I believe it was two weeks ago. We talked about it three and weeks. Uh, three weeks ago. Sometimes two weeks know. was musicals. I don't know. I saw, we talked about it on one of the most recent episodes. Yeah, the Canadian and, one. And, uh, yeah, the, I guess it was the Canadian one, yeah. And the whole premise of it is that it takes place on the GO train, home from work. Oh, okay, I remember like you the commuter, me, yeah. the commuter train. Yeah. And Craig said he found it on Prime, 
and I watch, I've watched like half of season one because oh, there's okay. 18 seasons. <laughs> 18 seasons <laughs> with like 20 something episodes a season, How do we not 20 get more something minutes an episode. <laughs> yeah. Three years. It takes place over three years, 18 seasons. There's more seasons of the show than there is seasons throughout three years. Was it like a weekly or a daily show? Yeah, it was we, a uh, daily show, yeah. and every season's a month. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, like a daily show. Yeah, okay. yeah. Was it some? It's amazing. Damn, that's so much. It's so that's much content, lot. but it's so, so bad. Well, it's that so makes bad, sense, it's good. though. It, t- like, it tackles all the big so stuff. Many episodes, like, like I can only really imagine trying to come up with this. Well, shit considering day. the set is a go train, it's not really difficult to come up with, like, like, they, in, like it, to film the scenarios. Yeah, like the characters are amazing. They've got one one girl who she kind of reminds me of, like the lead singer of. Um, oh, I can't remember the band. Oh, it's gonna bug me. I can picture her. Her hair's like pink and blue and shit. Uh, Name a song. They sing the song. I don't know any of their older stuff. Paramore. That's what yeah, that's Paramore. the one. That's the one I thought you were talking yes. about. It was gonna yes. be Paramore she, or Evanescence. So yeah, no, not Evanescence. She looks like the lead singer of uh, Paramore. And then you've got the guy. I text you about it, Scott. The guy who plays, um, oh, not Spectre, the Ragman. Right. Yeah, in, you texted uh, me that. An yeah. Arrow. He's in it. He plays this kid who's uh, who's an artist. It's got some guy who's who's a total dick named Pete, who's some like financial bank like. Yeah, no, I got that when you said Pete. Total, but Pete looks a, exactly like um, like like Agent Mulder on X Files. A little bit, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. a slightly a slightly more tan version. Yes. He's a total dick, total dick. Like there's an episode where he's trying to help this older lady sell her chocolate bars like for the girl guides because we rock that girl guides lifestyle on train 48 and he's, he's like jacking the money he's like just openly just taking the money yeah oh like moving four dollars like short who stole it yeah like, come oh on God. pete <laughs> who didn't give me the money so he's, he's a dick although i gotta say he they they go over it there's another guy i can't remember his name off the top of my head but he is the definition of a hoser <laughs> okay. Okay. Like he's he shows up and he's he's always got his baseball cap slightly yeah. bent. He's a smoker. He's got his sleeves like rolled up to here. Oh, he only yeah. talks of sports. He's in construction. Of course. Like he's like and he and he freaking talks like this, eh? <laughs> like this is how he talks. And he's like, yeah. So I was watching the game last night. And like he's just he's a up in Barry. We don't have time for that, eh? Yeah. Up like in up in Barry, dude sounds like he's from out east. He's from friggin' Barry. Up in Barry, yeah. We used to smash our teeth out just playing hockey out on the ice, eh? Like he's, in he's like the Barry. definition. And then you've got a couple like the corporate business types, and it's just like they're all on this commuter rail. They all know each other. They all talk, and they tackle like real serious. Like it's like they opened up a paper, like the the. the like National Post or something, well, which is one of the sponsors, I believe. I think na- like. I think they read National Post on the train. That would yeah. make sense. Well, that's how one of the sponsors, them and then. Fido or something like that, or them and Telus or. It's something. Fido, because Fido's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So like those are those are the, like the, spo- the sponsors for it, but well, like they cover everything. It's like the first like three episodes of of the first season, they talk about like in vitro fertilization and 
And then they show you that the Paramore girl, like, she's a lesbian. So they're talking about, like, gay rights. Now, like, some people are against it. Some people are for it. Some people think that, like, in vitro fertilization is wrong. Some people are like, well, just have a kid. Be good. You know, do your shit. Do your thing. And, like, they really cover every possible thing. And then they've got, like, the one guy. I can't remember his name either. He's a Korean man. But he's getting married. And him and his wife, him and his fiance do not really get along. So everyone's like, dude, don't do it. And he's like, yeah. no, no, I love her. I love her. But he plays the father on Kim's Convenience. Oh, okay. But he has. He, he sounds like you. No. Like there's no no accent whatsoever. No. He does yeah. not. Yep. <sighs> yeah. He plays like he has no accent whatsoever. And I was I was looking at his face and I was like, man, this guy looks familiar. Wait, is that the dad? So I go to IMDb and I find out it's the dad. Except he's got a super heavy, thick Korean accent. Well, because he does it up. he's got the big beard going in Kim's Convenience. And I was like, oh, he's a Canadian actor for sure. Yep. (laughs) They all are. All of them. Because God bless Canada. Actually, I think one of them, one of them's UK. I think. You guys mentioning like the 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 national or whatever post thing makes a lot of sense for this show now. I'm just like, oh, okay, they paid for this show. This was all national post marketing, being like, oh, people are. They had a forty thousand dollar budget per episode. Yeah. I feel like thirty eight thousand of that had to have been salaries. Man, it's worse than the CFL. (laughs) Yeah. But no, the show really is its something. so bad, but it's so good at the same time. But that's all I watched that I can remember anyways. Oh, right, right on. Well, oh, that's not true. That's not true. I remember when oh. I went and saw Skyscraper as well. Oh, did you? Okay. That's what I saw Skyscraper. And that? do you regret every second of that? It, Nev Campbell is a, is a smoke show. So what did you watch, Scott? Okay. <laughs> well, I, uh, <laughs> a transition just... So great. Um, but That's I all I want to say the, about that. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> I already mentioned the two Batman animated I watched. I watched the double feature that we uh, showed before, which our audio listeners can see. Um, <laughs> but I also watched the uh, first two seasons of Ballers on Crave TV. And, and how amazing is that I show? I freaking love that show. I can't wait for the next, the third season to get added. I'm glad they're making another season. I just, it's enjoyable. Like, like. I love the connection to the sports thing, but they're not focused on, like, it's not all about them playing the sport, it's about the business side of it, and I really like that from that perspective. The Rock's great, I like all the different celebrities and uh, athletes they managed to come in, and I just really like that his character isn't that perfect, like, his character's kind of shit yeah. at his job, and he's just yeah. trying to make it work, and he fucks yeah, up more yeah, than like, anything. Honestly, he spends more time being, like, the manager than he is, like, a financial guy. That's what I thought guy. the whole time, too, watching this. I'm like, why, wait, aren't you, why aren't you an he's agent? He's a problem or solver. Like a, he's, like, a manager, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I like that the agent, I can't remember his name, I want to say it's Jay, but it's not Jay. Is it Jay? It might be I Jay. I can't remember. The, uh, the anyways, the, yeah, the agent, yeah. he plays the barber Isaac in... Ice Cube's Barbershop movies. Oh, right. Okay. And yeah. I love that. Actually, speaking of ballers, the guy who plays... Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, he's the guy who get who everyone hates the first season. He's the, uh, the defensive tackle who plays for Dallas' okay. like, yeah, best yeah. bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reggie. Reggie. Yeah. He was actually at the Argos game last week. What? Yeah. Yes. What? Brush with yes, the worst day of my life. He was there. That's crazy. He was there. 
craziness. Yeah, it was it was awesome to see like a celebrity, two <laughs> celebrities, because Cardinal Afishal was there. Not that that necessarily counts, but <laughs> I like how you say that when you're at a sports game, a major sports game. Like, oh, hey, we got two celebrities. Jeff got a tackle. It, Go, Jeff. Je- Jeff got multiple tackles. Jeff got an announced tackle. He did. We heard Jeff's name. Argos won. Anyways, go back to Ballers. Yeah. Uh, well, I just, I really enjoyed it, and I can't wait for more seasons, hopefully, to get added to Netflix. Yeah. So season go. three is amazing. Yeah. Season four, I believe, comes out at some point in the next month or so. Yeah, I think that's hitting uh, HBO in the next few weeks or months or so. Probably September would be my guess. Let's hope so, because it's, it's usually, like, May, I think, that it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah, that'd Unfortunately, because i got to wait that long. Yeah, well, I had to wait. To, like, my only other option would be get a cable subscription and then subscribe to HBO. I'm uh, not doing that. Yeah, no, neither am I. I'm not that but, Like, it's not available on, like, uh, Google or anything. Because like, that's how yeah. I get my shows normally. Well, you can you can pay for HBO. Like, you can get the HBO streaming. No, no, you have to, like, the only way to get that is through a cable subscription in Canada. Oh, you have to have Yeah, it, no, eh? I looked for that for oh. um, Westworld. When Westworld oh, was starting up, like, two months ago, I was like, oh, okay, well, I can't get on Google. Let's see if I can get HBO, because they've got a couple shows I keep up with, like, like yeah. Ballers now, too, right? So I was going to look for it, and now in Canada, it's, like, pretty much all, like, the channels. You can only get them through a cable subscription. If you have a cable subscription, you can get all of them for free. You can watch anything you want online for free through, like, Space or freaking HBO and all that, but you have to have a cable subscription first. Oh. I was like, F that noise. So that's why I haven't watched Westworld Season 2 yet. <laughs> that's a piss off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I watched uh, Ballers. I just checked out... I watched all of the new seasons of, of Suits that got added to Netflix over the weekend. Season yep. 7, the first half. I think there's six more episodes to be added. I think so. Uh, I have it on DVD, so right I'm on. just going to watch it all in one go. Well, I've watched the beginning of it. I love Suits. It's always fun. I like the way they... Have they, have they killed off Meghan Markle yet? Not yet. We're getting to that. That's Thank not a spoiler, God. don't worry, I knew that. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, I liked her character, Yeah. and then she became a royal, and they took out a whole island Costco for it, and it was all over TV, and it was all you heard about for a month, and I was like, you know what, screw you, Meghan Markle, I'm sick of your character, I'm just gonna go watch you get super, super hot at the beginning, and take your clothes off, and I'm not gonna watch you again after that, and I'm gonna focus on Donna, because she's the best anyways. Yeah, so I watched the beginning of season seven, so that was good. Um, I, it's funny that Craig mentioned watching the making of Jaws because I watched Jaws this weekend. Oh, uh, because there's a new the Megs coming out this week, so yep. I watched Jaws yep. as a shark movie to make a YouTube video about. Uh, so yeah, I hadn't watched that though since I was a kid. Like that's what I was just realizing when I was watching. It. Like it's one of those movies that we talk about a lot that it's like oh I just know the whole thing, so it's hard yeah. to go back to it. But I finally rewatched it because they're all. Or at least three of them are on um, Amazon Prime, so I checked it oh, out. Okay. And it was enjoyable. It's a good rewatch. I can see why it's a classic. The, jo- the Jaws movies are those Steven Spielberg movies that like still hold a candle to themselves. Like, oh, for sure. There's there's still like quality movies. Whereas I found some of the other Spielberg stuff like just just comparing it to like the fact that he he did set the way like i think oh, i yeah. talked about this before like he paved the way for like what movies are now he oh, was the originator he was the first like yeah. blockbuster movie yeah guy in a sense, like really. he was he was the number one go-to but like everyone's followed suit and they they copied and pasted his formula oh, to everything for sure. yeah. but they've done it with more recent budgets and like updated technology so they're actually better than spielberg Some of the stuff, is yeah. currently like his old stuff was amazing because it was just 
it was revolutionary. Oh yeah. But his new his new stuff, he has he's not even the master of it anymore because everyone I else has just perfected it. I couldn't tell you the last few things he's done. Yeah. Ready, Ready Player do? One. Ready, Ready Player, player one? Fucking yeah. One. Yeah, like, see, that's what I mean. Like I, it, it, I was like, yeah, I think that was supposed to be him, right? Yeah. But it didn't feel enough like it. No, it, it did not scream yeah. Spielberg. It I just know, screamed. That was supposed to be this return to form. <laughs> Yeah, so I watched Jaws. Um, uh, what else did I watch? Oh, I just watched two other Netflix shows. One was Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown, because that just recently okay. was added. There's eight seasons of it that just got added. So I didn't know there was eight. That's a good one. That's I where didn't he travels, right? Like, he goes around and checks yeah, out Yeah, so this one's from the Travel Channel, and he just goes to... This one's less cooking than some of his other shows, but it does have a food okay. focus. But okay, it's really yeah. interesting, because he tells you about these different places that he goes that aren't... Um, very often traveled so like he went to like parts of war toward like Colombia and different places in Africa and then he tells you about like a little bit about the history of these different things you know I learned a little bit about why Colombia's you know got a little bit of drug trade and etc and about these different locations so I really like that balanced with you know him doing a little bit of eating because he always has chef connections and likes to explore okay, yeah. the cuisine so I really like that and the fact that he kind of just passed away recently was a good it was a good reason for me to want to check it out and it was just added and i really like having checking out his shows because they're f nice to watch because he's traveling a bunch of places so you get the scenery but if you're like doing something like making food yourself he's still good to have in the background because he's a good uh he's always narrating everything and he's always talking so it's a good background slash focus show so i've been enjoying that and then the last thing i checked out was called it's called off camera with sam jones it's also on netflix it's just an interview show sits down with different celebrities and talks with them for like an hour uh the first episode was with robert downey jr which i really liked you get the little this can kind of it's very technical though like he's talking a lot about like their different like methods and how they get it ready for roles and different things like that uh, but it's still pretty interesting to kind of get that perspective in each of these ones because i don't really hear that much about them talking like the craft in a sense right like okay yeah so it was kind of interesting to less of their st like their stories are more focused around um movie like, making exactly like how they like learn personally things. exactly right so like okay. robert downey jr talked about how when he played chaplin and how that like helped him i can't remember okay. exactly but because i watched it like last week but yeah they're pretty good there's some so it's like the opposite of ellen where they just come on and tell like cute stories of their kids that exactly. I'm like 91 yeah, percent really like, sure they're bullshit yeah it's really like okay. in depth it's almost it's pretty much like a podcast just you watch the two of them sit there right so okay it's really it's really kind of in depth i think sam jones the guy who hosts it is a documentary maker so i think that's how he has a connection to a lot of these he's like okay. a filmographer and a documentary maker so i think he's done a lot of work with each of them as just like director of photography or like a camera guy so that's how he knows a lot of these celebrities um but yeah it's just really interesting to kind of get those different i always like these like a little more in-depth into celebrities minds and how they got to where they were so i really enjoyed that but i still got a bunch more to go through because there's a there's a couple seasons of it but there's just a bunch there's a lot of actors he wouldn't talk to so i've gotten through like robert downey jr i just watched uh the martin short one and i was just starting the judd apatow one or just okay. finished that one yeah, but there are some good ones. They're, I just it's enjoyable. But that's all I watched this week. Two weeks. That time. Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In between Movies. these last recordings, that. <clears throat> <clears throat> For all intents and purposes, it was it was a week. Yes, only a week. <laughs> it's been one week since we 
recorded that's, a that's podcast. That's all we have license to, guys. It's just that one line. <laughs> Not if we make it up. <laughs> yeah, but we all know I'm terrible at improv and singing. <laughs> we have that one song I made to rip off of Huey Lewis. <laughs> that was all you. That's what I'm saying. I was saying, I was saying me personally, up. I can't improv or sing. <laughs> But that was something really important. I think we just need to say thanks for listening this week, guys. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on all the social media and stuff and check out some more episodes. Check out that picture of Batman uh, Batman Forever with googly eyes. It is fantastic. I'm not even upselling that. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.